Hi, I'm Alyssa. And I'm Ethan. Welcome to We Think It's Cool, mini edition. Oh my gosh, it's another cute little mini. Another <laughs> mini. Why is it another mini? That's an amazing question. We're <laughs> tired. <laughs> We're so exhausted. We are literally beyond exhausted. I'm in my finals week, and Ethan is almost entering his finals week. Yeah, we're almost there, but I had a round of lovely mathematics exams this week. It was like a taste of your finals. Yeah, it wasn't enough actual. to have finals. We had to have a preview. Yeah, basically. So, in case you guys are wondering, um, yeah, there was a. There's going to be another mini posted before this. Um, yes, we're tired, and minis are just sometimes a little bit easier for us to do because they mm-hmm. require less on us. So. Yeah, no real, like, amount of research, finding sources, fact-checking. Believe it or not, we do fact-check when we can. Uh, We're just going to talk about something that we either know of or just want to have a conversation about rather than really teach about. Right. So, it you know, life just gets chaotic sometimes, and hey, that's all right. You know, Um, I think, like, overall, though, after we get through this little, like, rough patch i think we have a better system like moving forward anyway but yeah i don't I know think so. things have yeah just been i think stressful. We, we should be good i mean we we're both taking summer classes so we will still have work to do but it shouldn't be quite to the extent unless of a schedule i don't have to go to classes at least it's gonna be yeah. online right and we have plan going forward for scheduling so it's all coming together. It's just yeah. uh, hang with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little rough patch, and uh, we're finally just breaking through it. And <sighs> you know, it's chaotic because our schedules also, like school wise, don't entirely line up, right? Because mm-hmm. I know what was it fall semester they did. But, yeah, they lined up, like, perfectly in the fall. Yeah, I don't know what happened when it came to spring. Completely off. Right. I think I started, like, a week before you. And you're ending two weeks before me. Right. right? Yeah, and then I start back up, I think, either your finals week or, like, the week just, like, after you ended. Yeah. 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 When my I have, I think, a week off when you're starting your summer classes and then I'm starting. But my sister, actually, she started the same time as me. But yeah. she's going a week longer. So she has, oh. like... <laughs> it really sucks. That Shout sucks. out to you. I'm not going to say your name because you haven't given me permission, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks to be you. I think you got one additional day off during the semester for Easter. That's it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I learned, actually, for from, like, some students from my class because, like, with my class we make whatsapp like group chats and we all like chat throughout the semester anyway um apparently last spring term which i wasn't a student at this university at this time so i wouldn't know um there wasn't a spring break so one of my professors has a whole extra week of work that i have to account for and like do during my finals week and i'm like hmm that's lovely Thank you. <laughs> Suck it. You are so nice. I appreciate you so much. You are amazing. <laughs> and, oh, it's so good. Right. No, it's just kind of um, kind of hell week. Isn't that what it's normally called? Hell week? Sure. Yeah, we can know. call it that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, though, Ethan, what do you think is cool this week? So this week, we were like, what? You know what? 
go on a first date with us. Get yes! to know us. You know, uh, it's still early in our little uh, podcast career, if you want to call it a career. With our right. Two listeners. I'm just kidding. I think there's more than that. But, you know, we're, we're early on, so people can go back to this and be like, who the fuck are these losers? This is who we are. Go on a first date with us. Get to know us. Yes. Way more information that you'd really want to share on a first date. I'm just going to throw that out right now. If you share all of this information with your first date, they might be scared of you. They might. They might think you're cool. They might be scared of you. They're a homie. They're a real one if they think you're cool for this information you're sharing. But honestly, though... I'd be a little scared if they think it's cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, like, this is information to share over a, a time span that's not, like, dinner. However, yeah. we're gonna do it. Yeah, this is our first date with you guys. It's yeah. like, stupid romantic. It's like, stupid romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Where do we begin? I guess we could begin with how we met, right? Sure. Or yeah. maybe we should introduce ourselves. I mean... <laughs> who the fuck are you who are you well uh hi i'm Alyssa. <laughs> i think it's quite obvious um i am a 21 year old uh woman pronouns she her um from florida good old florida born and raised uh yeah that's my pretty general identifier there. <laughs> uh, I am Ethan, and I'm 23. Just turned 23. Still getting mm-hmm. used to it. Feels like nothing. Um, and I, really I am from New York. It. Not the city. Not the city. Yeah, I forget that I'm 23, too. It doesn't really feel like it means anything anymore. I'm from upstate New York. We're from that uh, New York that no one cares about and have always been here. My yeah. whole life. Moved uh, moved once, but like five minutes away. So yeah. Right. Um Sorry, and, <laughs> uh, and we're both college students. I think that's been mentioned. Um yes. I am a math major. Mm, and I'm a history major. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> yeah, so it really makes sense that we're friends. <laughs> right. We're literally on opposite ends of the spectrum here. Yeah. And when yeah. you think about it, because I mean I hate math, honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my least favorite subject was history. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of ironic that uh, you're a math major and I'm just a history major. You yeah, know? although I, I do like history a lot more now than I used to, especially on my own terms and what I want to learn about. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you've quite come around on math quite yet. It's going to take a lot of convincing, bud. (laughs) I just am traumatized. (laughs) The trauma is there. I remember, what is it? In, like, I took Algebra 1 honors. This is where the trauma began. In eighth grade. (laughs) And I've been traumatized since. Carnegie, whatever that was, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but you put me through hell. And I don't appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Also, I don't think I mentioned my pronouns are he, him. Oh. I, I think I, I left that out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we talked about majors. Have you, you haven't really, you've changed a couple times, like, what you thought you might want to do, but never really, like, a big change in major, right? Never, like, anything too, like, crazy. I feel like, man, I kind of jumped around, like, a similar area, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of been more liberal arts more than anything, um, which some people think liberal arts majors just don't make sense anymore because everything is STEM, but 
I think we still matter. (laughs) I think STEM is important, but I think us liberal arts majors are still important as well. We bring a different side. Um, Okay. (laughs) Sorry about that. Yeah, keeks. Uh, (laughs) um, So I, I think originally was going in for English, right? And then and we realized that you weren't good at English. Just kidding. Right. No, I can't even speak it. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. No, um, I kind of just realized I don't really think English is for me. Um, then I took an interest in psychology. This was, I think, in high school still when I took a psychology class. And then I was like, wow, I don't really know what I could do with this, really, that I would really want to do. And then it kind of sounds stupid. It's going to sound really stupid. But sometimes you see like a profession, right? Whether it's in like a TV show, which is obviously romanticized, or you learn about it and you're like, yes, literally, yes. And you realize it's been there all along. That's literally what history was for me. (laughs) I literally realized, wow, I just love history. History makes me happy. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. Actually, a lot of it is very shitty. Um, We fucked up quite a a number of times in history, but no. Yeah, and when you finally, like, get that connection, I think it's crazy because you realize, wow, this is what I want to do. And it's something that you feel, like, passion for and you're excited about and people can tell, like, you're passionate about something. Because, like, when I come on this podcast and I talk about a history topic, I'm hyped. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> you know, like, I'm happy to be here. Normally, it's obviously, like, uh, probably going to be a little more of a fun history topic. It's not going to be talking about, like, I don't know, like, something boring. Like, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head. I can think of eight things off the top of my head. <laughs> I can think yeah. of a lot of, like, acts during, like, the Prohibition era that would I'd be like, <laughs> wow, this is kind of kind of boring. <laughs> this ain't no Great Gatsby. <laughs> I actually th- thought the Industrial Revolution was extremely boring to learn about. That might really? be a controversial op- opinion, but I thought it was so boring. I don't know why. Like, 1800s industrial, like, kind of more industrial Yeah, revolution. the big one. The big I just one? was so bored. It might have literally just been that, like, my brain was full of other stuff. I just didn't have, I didn't want to learn about that right then. But that, like, I was just, oh my gosh. You would hate to be in my classes, because we literally talk about the 1800s, like, all the time. <laughs> You're right. I, would. I literally <laughs> took a class on Victorian era Britain. Like, oh. I literally like took a class on that. So, but I like uh, ancient history. I do like ancient history, especially Egypt. Egypt's interesting. Oh yeah. But Ethan, what about you? What's been oh. your major journey? Because I know you've been on <laughs> as someone who has been hanging out with you for a while. I know it exists for the whole thing, really. Yeah. You, um. Yeah. It's been a hell of a journey. I don't think I've quite had that moment of like, this is what I'm meant to do. And that's okay. I want to just be very honest about like, if you feel like that and you just aren't totally sure where you've had this moment of like an epiphany of a life that my life has meaning now that hasn't happened. It's okay. It's not going to happen for everyone. However, I do really like math and I love that everyone hates math. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's so much security for me, but I started in game design and software and then shifted to just computer science and then um 
briefly switched to accounting and i want to say like there was there was a lot of these shifts because the the nice part about doing a bunch of stuff in high school to get your stuff out of the way is you save a lot of money and possibly you save time but once you get to college you are completely thrown into your major so if you aren't totally loving it you can get burnt out very easily and i think that's probably what happened and i didn't really totally understand what i was getting myself into um, so I am behind schedule. Normally people would be graduated by 23. It's going to take me a little more time. I also yeah. had time off of school. So th- it's been a longer journey and that's okay. So if you're out there and you're like me, it's okay. We're in this together. Right. Um, so after accounting, I had my, uh, liberal arts palooza. <laughs> I went into music. I was uh-huh. a music major for a bit. Um, and then I was like, hmm. This is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> that's a it's a hard job to be in and I, I, I love music and, and playing music, creating music, but um I don't think that career is right for me. So then I switched to mathematical economics and then I was like, Oh shit, I could just do straight up mathematics rather than right. mathematical economics. I realized that my school had that and like I'm just gonna be math, which didn't actually really change anything, it was just a name. I just could shift more into math rather than economics focused, which is right. kind of where I wanted to be. And now I'm in math and this is probably the longest I have stuck with a major, and at this point, I am fucking determined to finish it out. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll even be done, honestly, after my bachelor's, but we'll, we'll see. See how the next year treats oh, me. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I know, but I really do like school. I really, really do. Um, it's, it's hard, because it's like, I also want to pursue, like, higher education, right, after I finish my bachelor's, which... By the way, guys, I should be done in spring 2023, so that's exciting. That would be my last semester. Um, I'll be the semester after that if all goes to according to plan. Right. I mean, things could change really quick, but at this moment in time, according to my schedule, I should be done spring 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm really just going to have to bust my ass that semester, though, because I think I'm going to have to take five classes. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's really great that that you talked about your journey because I feel like our journeys have been a little like similar in ways, but also different in others. Because while I did bounce around in majors for the most part, I was pretty much set because I also did some college and um, college related things in high school. Right. But I was what they call dual enrolled. So I was Mm -hmm. in college and high school. I didn't take AP. Well, I did take one AP, and um, I hated my life. So <laughs> I, I do a lot of APs. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and it's like the same thing. I'm getting college credit, but I'm also a high schooler, and it's just all working in my favor at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And um, that allowed me to graduate early. I graduated at 17, and I took a like a semester off, and then I jumped back into it. And let me tell you, the grind, the literal grind is crazy (laughs) the amount you grind through college i feel like my two-year degree i already have it and i feel like that degree was so much more complicated just because of all the shit i didn't want to do really yeah because it was so much like i don't want to do that oh i don't want to do that but i gotta do that (laughs) yeah i had to do math math was like literally the bane of my existence i saved it till the bitter end uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually have to do history when I got to school because I did the APs. Which is good for you because you got Except out of it. Except I did it anyway. 
but right. like more specific stuff. I did history of music, and actually next semester I'm in history of mathematics. Maybe Ooh, I'll convert you. Maybe. We'll see. It has some importance. <laughs> but um, I know, like, for me, I just really wasn't enjoying, like, the science classes and the math classes. I was like, all right, I really just want to get this degree done so I can focus on my undergraduate and, like, focus on things I want to do. And that's kind of been my whole thing now. I'm just doing what I want. Minus Spanish. I'm taking Spanish and this is maybe like my new math, but it's not as bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I also, I wanted to talk about how we met. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember <laughs> 100% how we met. I think we had a mutual I, friend. It was a mutual friend playing Smite. Yeah, guys, we play Smite, by the way. We still play Smite. Yes, we do. Pretty much on a, won't say a daily basis, but a weekly basis. Not right now. Not a daily basis right now. No. But weekly, I would, yeah, I would say weekly. Weekly is probably Without school, probably daily. Yeah, it would be a daily thing. <laughs> um, gosh, how old, how old? Like, I think I was 16. I, I was 17. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was we like have about a year and a half in between us. Yeah, so if if I say I'm t- I'm 21 right now and he's 23, it, yeah, it's just I I just turned 21 this year, so yeah. um, that makes sense <laughs> that we yeah. would have that. Um, I think I might have been 15 or 16. I think I was 16. Um, I think, yeah, maybe. I think. I think. I think it was before your birthday. Uh, this is it cute. doesn't really matter. This we we, we were teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, I remember just playing Minecraft with you and like chilling and <laughs> just being kids, honestly. Do you want to talk about the Minecraft or not? Yeah, can you tell it? <laughs> oh my gosh. We, yeah, we were in a little Minecraft server we made together and we're just like chilling, playing in survival, having a great time. <laughs> and we... So... Ethan was a closeted boy for quite some time, so partially <laughs> closeted. Yeah. And I don't know, when you're like the high school age, everyone's like flirting with everyone all the time. <laughs> it's the hormones. Yeah, I don't know what it is. So I thought like, yeah, it should be like flirty and fun with these like girls because our mutual friend was a girl too. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there was like a love triangle that happened. That was chaotic. I feel and, like I got over it though. I was just kind of like, what yeah, you the did. hell? You did. Yeah, it was... And then... <laughs> That's so crazy so to think funny. about. I had a crush on you when I first met you. Isn't yeah. that crazy? <laughs> My God. And I was just, like, flirty for the fun of it, I guess. Yeah. And, like, just unsure what was really going on. And then, like, people started to get angry and jealous, and I was so confused. <laughs> like, you both knew, I think, what was happening. I had no idea. Yeah. I did not know. Because I thought that they were angry for one reason or jealous for one reason. It was so incorrect. Can we just say, this all just stemmed because Ethan and I got Minecraft married. We got married in Minecraft with a plug-in. I was leaving flowers in your mailbox, which oh my was God, a that chest was so at the top, in front of your house. I was leaving so flowers. Cute. I remember I arranged the red flowers in a heart in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> I love and then so became like reality show Minecraft. Oh um, my God. That was literally 
just want to say it's stupid romantic because it literally is stupid, stupid romantic. romantic. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my god. I, was, I thought it was slick shit for leaving those flowers. I know. And so our mutual friend, who also had feelings, did not like this. <laughs> and, so I thought that this person had feelings for you. Uh... Uh, in that moment yeah okay okay more so than for me when in reality it might have been both it could have been both honestly we we don't know we don't know and i'm sorry to the person if you ever listen to this (laughs) but your name's not being dropped we absolutely love you (laughs) um so then yeah then we um have had our Spats has friends oh, in between, God. and sometimes where we didn't talk for a little bit, and has always come crawling back to each other and figured it out. And we're like, okay, this was a mis- miscommunication. This was we just weren't communicating, and yeah. really no excuse for it. This was we were both really fucking stressed out, and and things got taken out on each other. So you know, friends I've... can repair things, and now you're one of the best friends I've ever had. Right, I feel the same way, and I honestly do feel like. We've matured a lot, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was a moody little shit. And I was very, I was a passive aggressive bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes just straight up aggressive. I'm definitely not like that anymore. No. No, but I'm like, still moody, but not not a gloomy moody. Not a pessimist anymore, I don't think. <laughs> I honestly, I think like most of the early spats just became like started because I was just tired of it. I was just like. Pick a new mood, please. And <laughs> <laughs> so, like to be, yeah, I was, I was depressed, yeah. and so I was like just really sad. And but it was that like depressed where you just don't understand it. You know, like I think a lot of people have been through this. You don't understand why you're depressed, so there's, you don't really think you're supposed to be doing anything about it, or you won't do anything about it. So you're stubborn, right. and so you're just stuck in this like I'm feeling like shit. And eventually. You have to try to do something about it, even if it doesn't work at first. You just, you try to do something, change something up, and healing starts to happen. But in that right. moment, I was just, like, an angsty little teen. I'm going to be pissy. Everyone hates me. No one talked to me. Yeah. And as a fellow um, teenager, I was just kind of like, what fuck the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> fuck you. I'm sitting here telling you I care about you and, like, you know, all this. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't even know me. Right. And I was just like, yo, fuck you for that. Like, what? <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> and honestly, I think the biggest pivotal point of our friendship, in my opinion, was, um, guys, I moved away for, like, about a year when I was 18. I moved like five hours away from home, still in Florida, and I was living on my own. I had a roommate, and um, I didn't always get along with my roommate, and I think I was just really stressed. I was being an adult, and I was not having a good time, and I I think our friendship like really went through like a metamorphosis because we had a really low low, you know, Mm -hmm. and then... Now we've been better and we've been... That was the lowest, I think. Yeah. No, we got pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, I feel like we communicate better and I also feel like we are more honest with each other. Um, like, if you say something that hurts my feelings, I'm going to say you hurt my feelings by what you said. Same same you to me. Um yeah. Which is a hard thing to do, but mm-hmm. try to do it with people, guys. Try. I recommend it. It is very hard to do. 
Yeah, though. it sucks. <laughs> it's hard, especially when a lot of times people don't want to hear that because sometimes people don't really care that they hurt your feelings. And that should be a good indicator. Maybe that person shouldn't be your friend. <laughs> or yeah. whatever they are to you, maybe they shouldn't be that. <laughs> and a lot of times they really didn't mean it. So you can try and actually communicate what yeah. they really meant and... Most of, of the time, that's what it is. Is like, oh, that hurt me. And like, well, that's not how it was meant. I'm like, I know, I know that. <laughs> right. Well, and that's that's what happens. I think a lot with us now. I think I may say something, and it comes off one way to you, or you may say something to me, and it comes off one way, and you're like, yeah, I didn't mean that. And then you clarify it better, and it's like, oh, okay, well, it still hurt, but that makes more sense. Yeah. And, and I understand you can work now. It from there. Right. My goodness, we all went on a soapbox with that one. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh my god. Um, well, actually, okay, our next topic, I want to actually say that because I feel like it's a good time to go into the next two after that one. Okay, go the, ahead. Like personality stuff. Yeah. Because we we're talking about how we acted and stuff. So I don't know if anyone knows what the Enneagram is. It's a personality <laughs> uh, typing system. The one that I really place the most faith in. A lot of them can be kind of like bullshit and vague and stuff but i actually really really like this one so you're gonna say what our enneagram types were and like a very brief like what that means and there are there are nine of them um Mm -hmm. we're not going to get into it too much because my next full episode is probably going to be on the enneagram so with that being said i am an enneagram type four which means i have a lot of fucking feelings (laughs) (laughs) i feel a lot and oh from the main like desire of the four is to have significance, identity. They want to have this purpose, this mm-hmm. reason, this there's significance in why they're here and who they are, um, and that uh, the biggest fear is not having that really. So um, sometimes it can seem like I'm a little dramatic, and maybe I am, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but like on so when I'm in that like teen angsty, it's it's the cliche like they'll just go like sit in a corner and like in the uh, dark clothing in a, in a room and just be miserable and sit in their own shit for a bit yeah it's it's typical for behavior but on the other side of things when I'm feeling good when mm-hmm. I'm like if I sometimes will just like see in nature like a bird or a tree and I'll just get a little teary-eyed because of how beautiful it is so that's the <laughs> other side of the four things it's like it's just feeling a lot that's that. kind of usually what it uh what that is um what's your type i am a type six and you can provide more information on this because i know bare minimum type six i think is also is known as the skeptic or the loyalist depending on where you read it and um i think i have a wing five as well oh yeah there are there are wings on each 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 side of them also the four is known as like the individualist they i usually want to be a special snowflake um, I'm just a loyal hoe. Like that's all I gotta say. I'm just yeah, six yeah, loyal. They are I, very loyal. I'm also. I feel like what I've read about sixes is that they tend to be very um, protective of themselves in a way. Like they don't trust easily, but like when they do trust, it's like you got it all kind of thing. Yeah, they yeah. they are. It's safety and security is their their main desire. Really, mm-hmm. they're. they're core desire is they want that um security from relationships in their life they want to be in a stable place kind of and not having that is the biggest fear um yeah i can agree with that (laughs) yeah it is so the like stereotypes around both of them are that sixes are like 
the anxious queens, like anxiety incarnate. <laughs> um, I have anxiety, uh, guys. <laughs> one of the other very, very anxious ones is also four. It also just happens are very like kind of uh, ashamed. It's just intense emotions in general as well. Mm. So they're like the melodramatic, like just feel things incredibly deeply. Um, very prone to existential crises, as I've mentioned a mm-hmm. couple times. So um, when we're both a little anxious, sometimes we got to be like, okay, we uh, we, gotta stop. <laughs> we, we literally we can't be other. bouncing off each other. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really bad. I actually okay. So like for sure, anxiety. Like I think as I'm getting older, I'm realizing more and more the anxieties I have, and a lot of them are related to security because like in my relationships, like, friendship or otherwise, I want to feel secure, you know? Like, and it's hard Mm -hmm. to trust people. And I know, like, everyone says that these days. Like, trust no bitch, trust no one. Like, oh, it's so hard to trust. I get it, guys. Okay, I get it. Trust issues are fashionable right now. (laughs) They are. But, like, what I mean is, if I'm telling you I trust you, like, I mean that. It's a big deal. It is a very big deal. So trust is scary and it's, it is scary. And I do recommend trusting people, guys. Don't close yourself off. It is good to trust others. Just be careful who you trust. Make sure they're worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but Actually, I, I think a lot of my anxiety is probably about like significance, huh? That's why I have these existential crises. Like, maybe. Every other week. Right, because... So, like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I failing at everything? I'm not failing at everything, but I feel like I am. And see, for me, I've realized, as we're talking about this, most of my anxieties come from, at times, feeling insecure. Whether it's insecure in, like, something I'm going to do in life, or feeling insecure just in general. Um, Sometimes it's not even, like, anything you can pinpoint. You just feel really insecure that day like you don't feel like you have control i feel like control is a really big thing um Mm, i love control yeah sometimes (laughs) when you feel out of control you become more anxious and for sure like this week for example i felt very out of control (laughs) so my anxiety is at like an all-time high or it's not at an all-time high i shouldn't say that it's very high so sometimes it feels like even little things can just like trigger the anxious like feelings I feel inside and like make it 10 times worse than it actually is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but also yeah, we'll go more into those at a different, <laughs> different episode. <laughs> right. There's also the Myers Briggs, which I'm an INFJ. I think you um, are too. <laughs> also an I- INFJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I know one thing we talked about before we like started recording was, um, that uh, as we've, like, grown, we've, like, fluctuated between mm-hmm. some of them. I think you yeah. said you were once an INFP, right? I was an INFP. Well, okay. Oh, gosh, which one is which? Is ISFJ mediator and INFP is different? I don't know. No, INFP is mediator. INFP. Okay, so I most often in my life probably have been INFP. When I was younger, I was more of the defender. Mm-hmm. And now I've shifted into the advocate, the... Um, which is where I kind of want to be, especially because it's the most rare, and that just makes me feel special <laughs> as an Enneagram Type 4, so that's where <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> right. And I know for me, I was, once I took it, I think, in high school, and I was the adventurer, um, and then I took it, and I was INFP, 
And then after I turned 18, I've just been INFJ ever since. I used to switch between INFJ and INFP, which literally they're just prospecting and judging. Literally the main mm-hmm. difference between the two. Um, but now I'm pretty more on the judging than the prospecting side. So. Yeah, I think I've gotten more toward that side because it's less about... Uh, yeah, not I'm not as passive anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more willing to actually do things, stick up for things. Right, yeah, and it is the rarest, so it makes you feel special by yourself. Oh, yeah, like, I'm completely biased when taking that test because I want this one. (laughs) Right. Well, and Um, I've, I don't really, I've met a few INFJs, um, but I've always felt they were very different from me, so I don't know, and I don't really feel like we're that, like, too different as, like, people in that sense, like, in comparison, like, if we're just talking about Myers-Briggs. I don't think we're mm. that different, but there's so many different types of personalities and like astrology. We could talk about that for a hot minute. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sure you guys have heard us mention it maybe briefly in other episodes. I'm not too sure. Um, well, it's also our logo. True. There is hints to that in our logo. Logo. We are not. I just want to clarify. We think astrology is fun. It's fun. It's fun. We don't. That's kind of it. Take it too seriously. <laughs> Like, yeah, I may no. make a joke here and there. Oh, I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Yeah, if you're acting like a dickhead and say it's because you're an Aries, fix your shit, please. Right. It's, it's not, Period. I'm an Aries. <laughs> Period. No, like, it's, it's, it's fun. It's funny. Um, but you get to decide that kind of, like, why, how you act. And that's more like, I guess, how, how you act. Whereas, like, Enneagram is why you do the things they do. Mm-hmm. And you, that one doesn't really change throughout your life. Myers-Briggs does astrology is not going to but you get to i mean that's just you decide but yeah. yeah you can talk about your your uh birth chart i uh so we're only gonna do the major three which is sun moon and rising i am a capricorn rising a capricorn sun and a aries moon so <laughs> i said <laughs> stability stability crazy <laughs> <laughs> and i said crazy sob about it cry more about it because i am (laughs) an aries sun a scorpio moon and a uh, cancer rising i know i love that i feel like you're so much more scorpio than you are yeah i'm not an aries really at all unless we're playing smite than i than i am but yeah i have all those feelings which is typical like scorpio and four kind of shit so yeah i went like fire sign water water so i'm just a walking (laughs) contradiction and i love that about myself i feel like i'm i feel like i just resonate with capricorn honestly i just i feel like that is me i'm a capri sun guys capri sun (laughs) capri sun sun um and i just really i don't know i feel like i'm happy with being a capricorn i used to like read stuff and people used to like really hate on capricorns i'm like okay that's fine i guess um, not as much as Gemini, so poor little Geminis. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> My sister's a Gemini. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Two faced bitch. <gasps> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Can't you've done this. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. No, she's she's so chill. chill. Yeah. yeah, she is. But um, that goes to show your sign doesn't always mean everything. No, it's fun. It's just it's fun, fun to look at it. It's yeah. just fun. Uh, what what can we talk about next? 
We can go back to the pets, I think. Oh, oh god. Alright, do you want to start? I don't think it needs that much, because we've already talked about them. But yeah. I have two dogs. I mm -hmm. have Zeus, who has beautiful blue eyes, because he's part husky. He's also part coonhound, part terrier, part um, demon. DNA test. Literally didn't know what he was, <laughs> so likely demon. <laughs> and then I have a purebred uh, red lab whose name is Apollo, but he doesn't have a tail. He's our little, he's a cutie. And the, the fucking breeders were like, he, well, he doesn't have a tail, so we, he, we're not gonna sell him for anything. Even though he's purebred, he's not worth anything. And we're like, fuck you, he's ours. He's worth everything to us. He's, he's our so little baby. Sweet. He's such he's a He's so cutie. sweet. Zeus is a demon. Sometimes he's sweet. He's a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> I love them so much. I like, I just can't even describe it. Anyone who knows pets, you know the feeling. Yeah. Um, I also have, I mean, we, my family, has two guinea pigs who are named Amelia and Joe after Grey's Anatomy characters. <laughs> they're cute. Um, they're really cute, guys. They're cute. They're very cute. And then we have a gecko named Mercury. Um, you can sense the theme of the things that I named are likely named after mythology and deities. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. Uh, your pets? Um, so my, my pets, particularly, I have two cats. Those are strictly mine. Um... I adopted them both when I moved away from home. We have my first child, Kiki. She is a beautiful uh, black cat with the most gorgeous golden eyes. Uh, we call her a mini panther. She's named after Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service by Studio Ghibli. Um, she's a demon. <laughs> she can be the sweetest little thing around. Right now, she's very sweet. She normally lays on my desk, which is what she's doing right now. Um, and... She's just really chill. And then other times, she is a pure menace. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then uh, I have my second child, which is Yumi. She is a gorgeous tabby calico um, with also golden eyes. And she uh, adopted her when she was like four months, three months old. Kiki, I got at it like a year. I think she was a bit younger, though. And... Um, Yumi, when I adopted her, was semi-feral. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a fun adventure. Unfortunately, when you adopt a semi-feral cat, um, sometimes there's just a part of them that's always just going to be a little scared and a little closed off. So, she's a scaredy cat. Literally, pure scary cat. Um, she's scared of everything, unfortunately. Mm. Even scared of me and my parents. Um, but she's really loving and really sweet, like on her terms. And she's just like an angel minus she hops on counters and likes to steal food. She's like a dog. She likes to steal food. She, oh my God, I found a squash on the floor last night in the middle of the night and she drug it from the kitchen to the hallway. I'm like, what the hell? So we find Zeus with different utensils and laying in his bed, like that he got from the sink. Sometimes we will, on multiple occasions, we have found Zeus with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the scarier things. I love that it. He is part demon. Like once he was actually holding it in his mouth, walking. Yeah. And then once he just had a knife laying by him um, on his bed, just ready He's for when he. He's gonna murder you guys. For when he strikes. Yeah, he might. Um, um. <laughs> and then my family pets now, I have two dogs. One of them is a purebred black lab named Lucy. And then the other, I believe she's a German Shepherd lab mix. We don't really know. She's a mix. And her name is Sassy. They're both big sweeties. Um, 
lots of energy, very chaotic. We also have, I think, two or three chickens, and we don't eat them. They're just for eggs, so. And you have two gators in your pond right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I have two gators in my pond. almost forgot. I haven't <laughs> named them yet. Maybe eventually we'll get to it. I'm trying to, I don't think I have any more pets. Yeah, I think that's it. We used to have frogs. Really? Mm-hmm. They were named Bill and Hillary. Oh, no, 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 no. No, not the Clinton frog. <laughs> they were a gift. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, those are my pets. <laughs> All right, what do we have next? Um, we could talk love about... Love languages? Oh, yeah, our love languages. Like, do you want to start or do you want me to? You can. Okay, so I'm only really going to talk about my top two and my lowest. So, my number one... For love language, also, for anyone that doesn't know, love language is basically just how you want to receive love and how you give love. So, um, if you and your partner have different love languages, compromise. This is a good way to figure it out. And it's just a little test that you take and you can figure out and move forward from there. Because sometimes that's a struggle in a lot of relationships. I guess that's some advice. <laughs> um, <laughs> my number one is quality time. I honestly, if I, this love language can apply to friendships as well. It's not just your significant other, by the way. So if I like someone, like romantically speaking, or I like someone platonically, um, I literally just want to spend time with you. I want your attention. (laughs) 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 To put it that way, I literally want your attention. Thank you. Um, my number two is physical touch. Um really pretty simple with that one and my lowest at good old zero percent is receiving gifts in between that by the way is words of affirmation acts of service i think acts of service might have been higher than words of affirmation but those two are like really similar in score but those are the other ones in case you were curious mm-hmm. what about you ethan so my lowest also at zero was gifts I, the time where I like gifts is when I, if there's like some thought put into it, it's nothing crazy. It's nice. It's just that I'm not going to pick it over any of the other options. Right. Like, ever really. Um, Thoughtful I, gifts I, I only. Just, yeah. Yeah. Put a little, little thought into it. Just like, it doesn't have to be the most amazing romantic thing, but if I know that you put some thought into it, it's adorable. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, my other love languages kind of fluctuate sometimes. I just love love. So... <laughs> I've, I've scored high on all of the other ones. I think that's also maybe part of being a 4-2. I just feel a lot of love and feelings. So I have a lot of them. It, but they also are different for platonic and romantic. Romantic, yeah. uh, physical touch is like probably the highest. Platonic, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, sometimes, but I don't really, I don't really need it, honestly. Um, sometimes I feel awkward, but... Sometimes it's it's nice on certain occasions, or if I know the friend wants it, I'm totally down. But it's okay. Um, quality time, quality time is also very yeah very high. And I think for acts of service and words of affirmation, my words of affirmation was a little bit higher. Yeah, but they were all the other four were pretty pretty high. <laughs> oh, and that makes sense. I mean, it 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 makes sense to like have um different ones, considering like your platonic and your romantic relationships, because honestly, like. I can't really see physical touch being really high in, like, a friendship for me. You know? I don't need you to hug me if you don't want to. Um, I'm okay with that. I like hugs, but uh, 
they're not a requirement for my friendship. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> there's some friends that literally will want to, like, watch a movie and, like, cuddle together and stuff. I'm like, I don't really, honestly, <laughs> don't really want to. That'll just make me sweaty. I but, love like, when we, we hung out. We, like, respected each other's face so much. Most of the time. Yeah. Except when we watched the that movie. Oh, yeah, we, were Jennifer we all Cruz. laying on the bed or something? We were, yeah, all laying together on the bed, and I was so hot, and I was like, and you guys dra- dragged me into the middle between you, and I was like, hey, this is where I am now. But yeah, that's, so I mean, that's fun. one of the, it was fun, honestly, but that was like our first time actually meeting each other in person after knowing each other for years online, yeah. so you know what, I'm down for some hugs and, and stuff there. Yeah. That's, that's acceptable. I know, I like, we hugged right away when I got in the car when you picked us up. Yeah, and then they were getting mad at me at the airport for holding up traffic, which I understand, but, like, let me have my moment. Okay? Like, God, we just are seeing each other for the first time. Please fuck right yeah. off. Like, no big deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Let's see. Oh, we should talk about some of our hobbies. Okay. How weird are you? <laughs> Why'd you gotta put me on the spot? Okay, guys. <laughs> I'm a little fucking weirdo. I think probably some of you guys... I'm so quirky. <laughs> It's endearing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like to kind of... I've been messing around with building keyboards. That's one of my hobbies right now. Um, it's just fun to me. It's very relaxing. It's kind of therapeutic in a way. Um, reading. I love reading. Um, what was ve- the last book you read? Uh, I haven't actually read in a while. Um, I have to no think literate. about that one. Can't be said this. <laughs> um, hey, if you are illiterate, it's okay. Yeah, we're not judging. No. Um, what also? Uh, oh, tarot. I used to do a lot of tarot readings. I still do on occasion. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Any other like fun hobbies I have? Gaming. Gaming, I suppose. Yeah. That's um, a hobby. I draw on occasion, like nothing crazy. Just. What the hell? We're keeping that in. <gasps> that scared the shit out. I have a demon. Who was it? It was, was no one. No, it literally <gasps> just fell. Oh no! <laughs> I have a demon. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I like to read, mess with keyboards, <laughs> um, play video games, and honestly. I like to watch a lot of films. Is that a hobby? I like to watch films a lot, yeah. TV shows. I, I'm literally kind of a, just a boring person, I guess. I call myself <laughs> weird. I'm really not that weird. Okay, what about you? I think you? The, the keyboards was the only one that was, like, less common. But Yeah. I mean, the I tarot really cards, like too. I like watching films. Oh, tarot cards, too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't like watching films that much, in general. Honestly, really don't. Um, it's hard to get me to watch a movie. I have for you on multiple occasions, but it is hard to get me to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I like yoga. I like <laughs> gaming. Yeah. My, my, it, I have a lot of hobbies, and they don't mesh well with each other. I like yoga. I like <laughs> gaming. I like uh, some like walking and hiking in nature. I like... Um, I don't even talk about this with you that much, but I like to do some, like, wood carving. Not well. It's just really relaxing and nice to Yeah, me. you've told me and, about like, it before. Some... Yeah, I just haven't done... I Have I showed you my wood carving kit that I got? No. I You're gonna have to, it. yeah. Really <laughs> um, I like just, like, arts and crafts in general. Literally, I really do. They're fun. I also really like to read. Mm-hmm. I like... 
um, music a whole lot, listening to music, playing music, um, singing music. I scream singing in the car. Scream singing in the car, which yeah. is distinct from actually singing. Mm-hmm. Um, you've never played an instrument, right? But you were in choir. Um, I or did you try? I tried to play the violin. I tried to play the piano, uh, flute, um, guitar. I didn't know you attempted all these. <laughs> I'm just not musically inclined. <laughs> That's okay. That's Actually, okay. I just never had anyone to teach me. Um, Hit me up. Oh, great. I, I can know whip out the violin. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I play piano. I also uh, play saxophone. I have a guitar and a ukulele. I don't play them well. I know some chords. I have an accordion. I love her so much. Um... <laughs> That's from my great-grandfather. I love that thing. Uh, I have some other smaller... I have a little bit of a problem with um, collecting small musical instruments. It's Do you have it's a harmonica? Really yeah. I love it. I have, like, four ocarinas, <gasps> two recorders, yes! three penny whistles, a slide whistle. I don't know if that counts. Um, some other just, like, smaller things. Like, when I go... Kazoo. I am that sucker in a... A what? A kazoo. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. You better have a kazoo. I did at one point. I did at one point. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm that sucker in a gift shop wherever they have, like, some, like, small musical instrument just sitting there. Like, I zoom toward it. I'm like, I need to buy this. That's, oh that's the thing I pick up. I'm that one. I have a bin of all my little things. And also, one of my biggest hobbies is Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, my gosh. My I know. heart. I have so many sets of dice. I got out <laughs> some of my really pretty favorite ones. I mean, like, I have my gay ones that are rainbow. I have... Look at this big, chonky D20. Oh, my how big goodness. She is. I always roll terribly on her. Wait, let me see. Four. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, the streak continues. I, yeah, I love D&D. And I'm sure that that'll get brought up at multiple other times. I think it's already um, has before. Yeah, it has. Yeah. But it's just so... It's so much fun. I'm telling you, that game can, like... It's stupid and funny, and there's, like, a bunch of like, inappropriate sex and shit jokes, but <laughs> it will literally help people work through, like, trauma. It's so cool. It's so good. And, like, getting out of their shell. <laughs> so much fun. Um, Love that. What's... Oh, yeah. Did you have the last book you read? Did you remember? So I'm reading a book right now, and I've been reading it for a long time off and on because of yeah. school, so I'll say that one. It's called The Way of Kings. She's a thick book, but it's so good. It's a fantasy love book. So I love good. a good thick book. Yeah, I've been on it for a while. <laughs> um, I'm like 600 out of 1,000 pages right now. Oh, so we should probably, like, power through these favorites. We got some favorites we were going to talk about. I guess yeah, let's blitz them. Shoot. Uh, color, mm. yellow. Shit. I already said this is going to be a struggle for me. I don't really... <laughs> my favorite color... My favorites of a lot of things shift a lot, and mm-hmm. color, I just... I don't know if I can pick one. I can't. I really can't. I like a I good sunshine colors. yellow. Like... A bright kind of almost pastel yellow because yellow is just an underappreciated color but a beautiful color. Also lilac. Lilac purple is really good too. Yeah. Notice that our logo is purple and yellow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with an Aries and Capricorn signs. I think, I mean, I really, I don't know. Sometimes it's purple, sometimes it's red, sometimes it's like gold or silver. If you ask me what my favorite color to wear is, it's always black. <laughs> yeah. Favorite color to wear for right me. Now. I mean, I've been transitioning more into, like, historic fashion, so I've been wearing a lot of white shirts and, like, 
brown tweed skirts. So <laughs> I'm getting into earth tones. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> movie. Do you have one? I got to think for a second. Probably as basic as it is, as, as hard as it is for me to admit, I have a basic answer. Infinity War and Endgame are just okay. fucking amazing. That's Although fair. this could change next week when Multiverse of Madness comes out because Wanda is... I will be on her side no matter what she does. <laughs> most likely. My profile picture is Wanda. My screensaver is Wanda. Um, I just... I have socks that I'm going to wear that have Wanda on them to the movie. I love her. You just got to show them your feet when you're buying your tickets. <laughs> Everyone loves some good feet. Yeah. I know... Um, okay, so this could be controversial depending if you on your If you say Pride opinion. and Prejudice, it's banned. It's Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> no! <laughs> Ethan hates it. I love Pride and Prejudice. I don't hate it. It's just everything I've seen has looked like if the people in the office had less social skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It literally, I don't know what it is about Pride and Prejudice, but just something about Pride and Prejudice makes my heart so content. I'm in love with Mr. Darcy. If Mr. Darcy was a real person... The good Mr. Darcy, not the fucking asshole he was in the beginning. If Mr. Darcy was a person, Mr. Darcy, I would hope you would hit me up. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, I just love him, period. Like, he is he would. my... <laughs> As an adult woman, I know as children we had, like, crushes on, like, characters. Mr. Darcy is my crush. I don't know. He realized he fucked up, and then he tried to make it right. I'm sorry. I'm going to go in a soapbox if I continue. We we stand. Pride and Prejudice. That's probably my favorite film. If not that, <laughs> I really like Titanic. I also really like the Hunger Games series. Uh, I read the books when I was younger. Harry oh, Potter is great. Um, controversial as well. Twilight. Okay. Hear me out. It's just terrible, but good. Anything with Jennifer Coolidge in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, TV show, TV show. What's your favorite? Um, I really like Outlander. That's um, one of my favorite TV shows. Um, historic. Game of Thrones and probably The 100. Those are all very different <laughs> ways. Yeah, The 100, we loved that show, but we also recognized it was not the best written. Yeah, no, we... Ethan and I literally loved the shit out of that show. We were like, wow, this season sucks. That The last season was miserable. Yeah. Um, my favorites, I think... Honestly, I really liked The Good Place up until literally the last episode. <laughs> Everything else, that show is so, so good um, and so funny. Mm -hmm. I also really like the Marvel shows that I have. I like WandaVision yeah. and Loki quite a lot. WandaVision, I mean, it's Wanda. Like, how could I not? Right. How did I know? Um, <laughs> I, I, it's it's hard for me not to. I don't know. There aren't a lot of shows, honestly, that I'll... Oh, Killing Eve. Oh, yeah, Killing Eve is that so great. That is probably... That might be my all-time favorite. I think that's one of the best recommendations you've given me. It's so good. It's really it's good. I haven't Jody Comer it. and Sandra Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the other... The, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember all the other actors and actresses, but, like, they are... They're so phenomenal. freaking good. Phenomenal. So those three. I'll go with those three as my favorite yeah. shows. Um, book. Favorite book. Do you have one? Okay. I... 
feel like this might be a little controversial, but I genuinely remember loving reading To Kill a Mockingbird. I thought it was I actually a really, really, really enjoyed really it good too. Book. <laughs> I think it was really, really good. Other than that, though, honestly, the book at the time, the Percy Jackson series was like the best thing I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, reading Way of Kings, it it might be my favorite. So, like that and To Kill a Mockingbird, I think are my favorites. Um, I really like. Um, Obviously, I like Pride and Prejudice because, yes. Um, Jane Austen, yes, we stand. Um, but also, beyond that, I really enjoyed... Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, there was a film based on it, but it's like a children's book. Um, I think it's like The Little uh, the little Unicorn or something like that. The Secret of Moonacre is the film, and it's based on that. Are you looking it up for me? <laughs> No. no. Oh, I was just looking at the list to prepare. Oh, shit. I think it's called The Little White Unicorn or something. But I also really like... Here, I'm going to look it up. Just to be sure. Uh, I also really like the Percy Jackson series, as you said. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, The Little it White Horse. It didn't hit the same when I read it again as an adult a year ago. It really didn't. I'm just realizing I like a lot of old books. Um, because <laughs> The Little White Horse, that's what it's called... Uh, is a 1946 novel. So, <laughs> I like older <laughs> books. Um, yeah, Percy Jackson was great when I read it when I was younger. I didn't ever finish it, but, like, the ones I read were good. What? I never finished it, We're yeah. gonna talk about this after. Oh my gosh, there's no time right now. Uh, I think I read to, like, Sea of Monsters, and that was it. It's two out of five. I know. I gave up. I was a quitter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to think of any others I really enjoyed. Uh, I'm just too pissed right now to think. There was one book I read called the Lo- like series called the Lachlan Treaty. That one was really good too. That one was interesting. It ha- hit my little hopeless romantic heart. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I haven't read really like any romance books. I love a good romantic book. Melt my heart, please. I'm a true hopeless romantic, and I just really don't watch, like, shows or, or rom-coms or anything like that. I don't know. It's all in my head. <laughs> it's not going to live up. It's not going to live up. I'm telling you. I don't you. need to set more expectations that won't be yeah. there, because I've, I've already done them in my head. <laughs> Mr. Darcy is, like, the peak of my expectations. If you hit those expectations somehow, you might be the one. <laughs> you might be the one. But it might. I don't know what mine are. Because I don't want to say that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm only kidding, but kind of not. <laughs> anyway, uh, video games. Oh, Smite, Warframe, Minecraft. Um, Smite, I really just like Hellblade. Hellblade really hits me hard. That's a good one. Persona 4. Um, and I really like Dead by Daylight. Okay, okay, okay. What do we have? Uh, word, your favorite word. Um, I have two. Ardently, which means with, like, great passion. Oh, I wonder why that one's on the list. (laughs) Most ardently. Most ardently. And then, um... I haven't even seen this movie. (laughs) This damn movie. And I really like the word, um, incandescently. Okay, okay. I think my favorite word is... Right now, it's probably High Wraith, because it had to do with that word that you showed me, the Animoya, which was, Animoya was, like, missing the place that, you, that you've that you never been to, like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And High Wraith is missing someone, right? Yeah, I think it's similar to that. Or, or is, it, like, is it the opposite? I feel like it's just feeling nostalgia for something that you've never 
known. But you it's this feeling it. of longing, yeah, for just not, but you don't know like what it is. Right. Yeah, it, it's it's a, a Welsh Welsh word, right? Yes, uh, Hyrath is. Yeah. Yeah. Anamoya, um, I think is. Like, yeah, that okay. Hyrath is a place. Anamoya is. So I think I reversed it. Hyrath is a is a place, and Anamoya is someone. Yeah. Or something. Something. I don't know. Both of they mean just that. Like, yeah, you're you're feeling nostalgic and longing for something that you've never actually had, and I think it's a really interesting concept and mm. kind of. Uh, hopelessly beautiful. Yeah, a lot of songs can trigger that. By the way, guys. Oh yeah, yeah a lot like of songs. Interstellar theme, Studio yes. Ghibli stuff. Um, Goodbye to a World. There's like a piano cover of that that one triggers mm. it for me. So, what makes our day better? Disconnecting from the entire world and going <laughs> to sit somewhere where no one can bother me in the woods. I honestly, sometimes a good Starbucks drink makes my day better <laughs> Some i'll just drive Starbucks. my ass to where no one can find me yeah or um sometimes it's like a good i, I love a good glass of wine as well that will make my day Mwah, chef kiss so what are you watching right now on youtube <laughs> <laughs> not right right DMs. now but like what is what is some stuff you're watching like what do you like to watch on youtube um, recently it's mostly been, mm -hmm. um, Critical Role, which is a Dungeons & Dragons show. If you know Dungeons & Dragons, you probably know Critical Role because it is the most, like, popular show of D&D &D out there. Yeah. And uh, it just doesn't really disappoint me, um, pretty much ever. I just love that. Um, and also, honestly, I don't know, it's just a little bad to say, I have been watching a lot of the Dep Herd case. Oh yeah, case on YouTube and, and learning about that. Not because I like drama. Honestly, I really hate drama. When there's drama, I, I do not hesitate to cut it out of my life. Right. But it is very interesting to hear the psychological profiling and um, the laws that are being discussed and, and what goes into that, the arguments from lawyers, how the proceedings work. I, I think it's really cool. It's yeah. interesting. So I, I agree with you. Um, and Johnny's pretty funny. <laughs> Honestly, he, he's doing the best he can in this kind of yeah. rough situation. I hope whoever was really responsible uh, gets to pay for it, but right. the things that he has been doing have been a little bit funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know for me, I've been watching my, one of my favorite YouTubers who I always watch consistently, no matter what. I have two. Bernadette Banner. <laughs> and then I really like Sue Young. <laughs> What were you going to say? Gonna, the Carol, Carol, Carolina? Oh, Carolina's really great. I watch a lot of historic YouTubers. Um, I even watch Carolina. Right. Carolina's <laughs> she's great. Good. She's a Polish YouTuber, and she's amazing, makes historic content, but also she's, like, just she's, funny. She's funny. She's just really funny. She's funny. Um, she's entertaining. I really like Rachel Maxey. I watch a lot of her stuff. Um, but Burned at Banner is, like, one of my tops. I love watching her. It's sewing. For the most part. Um, and just historic content in general. So it's great for my viewing pleasure. Uh, Weird History is a really big one as well. I like to listen to. I like to learn. I do too, actually. Oh, and I watch a lot of like astrophysics like yeah. podcasts and stuff. That is what I spend a lot of time on as well. And yeah. I'm still eternally missing Jenna Marbles. Always. Always we miss that queen. But I'm happy that she's always. happy. Oh, yeah, completely respect the decision. I'm happy for her for doing that, but I will always miss you. <laughs> um, 
Do you have anything you're planning to watch on like any streaming services or like anything you're watching right now? Yeah, I haven't in a few weeks because of school, um, but I do need to get back to watching Moon Knight, which is the most recent Marvel series that has been playing. I'm only two episodes in, and I think there's like five out, so I think the finale is probably coming out like next week, and I'm just, (laughs) I don't know what's happening, but I heard people talking about it, and I was like, gotta watch it. That's how I feel. Okay, so like, I'm always watching 90 Day Fiance. Like, any variation of that show, that is like my guilty pleasure show, all right? I literally talk about it pretty consistently, too. I just, something about that show is just very enjoyable to me. Um, do I feel bad watching it sometimes? Yes. But no, because it's really fun. So, <laughs> um, also, I really like Outlander. Outlander season finale is this weekend, and I am quaking because I'll be done with my classes. So, I literally can enjoy this show, peak anything, but I love outlander so much (laughs) that is true (laughs) it's very true i get so excited every time i see it and ethan can attest (laughs) yes Um, yes i can um so i know we do have more on the list but at this point (laughs) this mini has become just a full episode so do you want to keep going through the list because we haven't like it's been a bit uh yeah let's just like finish it up real quick okay we already talked about our least favorite school subject. Mine was math. Mine was history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, music genre. Least favorite music genre yeah. for me, probably metal. Yeah, metal is metal isn't really one I enjoy. I also I really... want to hear the words. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Like screamo kind of metal stuff. I get that. Um, I don't really like most rap music either. Not a big fan. I've gotten a little bit into some rap more recently. Otherwise, I was high. And country's pretty high, too. Oh, God. Yeah, no. No country. Sorry, guys, if you like country. <laughs> I'm sorry. No I respect country. your desires and, and wishes and, and wants, but I really don't want to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite Least movie, favorite... Donna. Oh. <laughs> um, honestly, probably horror. Oh, really? You know I can't deal with it. True. I don't like it. No, I understand that. Horror can be very campy. It can be either really, like, perfectly, like, camp, or it can be just really poorly done and, like, jump scary and, like, not very good. I just don't have a good time. Like, I have plenty of anxiety without trying to invoke it. I really don't need to. I honestly don't really enjoy it. I don't enjoy comedies that much. It has to be a very good comedy for me to enjoy it, I will say Yeah. That. It has to be a very good Mickey. comedy. It has to, like, the jokes have to be decent, because sometimes I feel like comedies try too hard, and mm-hmm. I just don't find them funny. Yeah. And I'm normally a person that can laugh at most things, but when it comes to, like, something that's meant to make me laugh, I'm just, like, the hardest person to please. That could just be a personal <laughs> thing in general. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? We want to talk about our Spotify analytics. Our top artists and tracks right now. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So my top four artists of this month are Eli, Billie Eilish, Paramore, and Keshi. But just wait until you hear my top tracks. Um, my top four tracks is If You Need Me by Julia Michaels. That's my number one. 
Number two, this is a song that makes me feel um, Enamoya or Hyrath. Uh, uh, Goodbye to a World by Lushroom. It's number two. Number three is Favorite Crime by Olivia Rodrigo. And number four is Django by Samia. How do you say her name? I would think Samia. That's a good one. Oh, that's what I found. That was so good. <laughs> that was so good. That's so good. Um, my top artists this month are Jeremy Zucker, Billie Eilish, Chelsea Cutler, and Imagine Dragons. And then filling out the top five because I had a day where I literally listened to nothing but this artist because I was feeling just of some type of way it was cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like feeling like gaming to just some cupcake. Um, my tracks, they're all Jimmy Zucker. <laughs> so you were good to me, Emily, Brooklyn Boy. This is how you fall in love. And then there's Aww. literally a few more that are Jeremy Zucker. But um, I'll just say some, some other ones that I really like, too, because that's it's kind of boring to just have one artist, even though it's just really good. Uh, Chaotic by Tate McRae. Villain by KDA, Madison Beer, and Kim Petras. I'm, I'm thinking about entering my villain era, so that's just kind of <laughs> really like going through my head quite a lot. Um, Checkmate by Conan Gray. Dear Alice by Arai Tasuku. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's like an all-time favorite of mine. Um, and then good. I've also been listening to Royal and the Serpent because there's some sassy, hard-hitting music there. Yeah. Like, overwhelmed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I love those. Yeah. I love that you still like Dear Alice. That one was such a good find. Oh, my gosh. That was... I, I mean, I can listen to that over and over and over and right? not get angry. Uh, some places we want to travel. <sighs> okay. There's a lot of places I want to travel. Mm-hmm. Same. I want to go to some, like, historic monuments and stuff. So, like, yes. the pyramids, Machu Picchu, um, maybe Great Wall of China. That probably would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uluru in Australia, which isn't really a monument as much as an actual rock formation. Um, want to travel around Europe, go to, like, Spain, Germany, France, Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the big ones. There's also plenty of stuff because we live in a big country. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's plenty of places like Grand Canyon I want to go to, the Redwoods in California. If I can hug a Redwood before I die, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> uh, I know Ireland is really big on my list. Scotland. Oh, yeah, those two. I would love to live in Scotland one day. Or just the Stonehenge. UK. Oh, yes. Um, Amsterdam, I want to go to the Anne Frank house. Um... France because Eiffel Tower. Obviously, I'm such a tourist. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think where else. There's the, some oh, the, like to uh, Greece would be oh, cool in general, yeah. and then to ancient Greek sites. Mm-hmm. Which I know it was different because it would be in Italy, but I want like both of those. I'm just there's just a lot in Europe I want to hit. Is the there thing. is there is. Um, I want to go to Egypt like one day in my oh, life. So badly. I want to go to Egypt really bad. Um. I want to see the Spahinx. <laughs> right. I would love to uh, go to Four Corners. Yeah. yeah. Four Corners. My dad went there. And you know what he said? What? Well, I've shared a little bit about my dad. So uh, what do you think he said? He probably about had nothing exciting to say about it. Yeah. 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 He was yeah. like, it was fine. It was just a spot in the dirt. He was right. Like, it was just like, it was just there. That's what my parents said, like, honestly. Okay. Cool. I still want it. I'll think it's magical. Right. No. Um, I'm I literally to... still feel magical when I'm, like, crossing a state boundary. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Ooh. 
<laughs> um, trying to think anywhere else. I want to go to Canada one day. Just you went to Niagara Falls, girl. I know. I went to Niagara Falls. I took her. Yeah, that was like, I think one of my big trips. Um, I just don't know where I'd want to go in Canada. Oh, really? I've been to a few places in Canada. I've only really been in on the eastern side of Canada, so I've been to um, Ottawa, which is nice. Mm -hmm. The Niagara Falls of Canada is a lot better than our side. That's really nice. I still would recommend going there. Yeah. Montreal I went to. I'm going to withhold opinions on Montreal. <laughs> if you feel like you want to go to Montreal, I wish you a very nice time. Fair. That's fair. I know everyone talks I'd like, about... The hipster part of Montreal is really fun. Oh! That's all I have to say. I really want to go to South Korea and Japan. Almost forgot about those. I really Japan want, would be cool, yeah. Really want to go there. I don't there. know much about South Korea. Honestly, guys, I really just... I think the best way to learn about a location and culture and country is just, like, by food and by exploring. And those are all places that I think would be fun to eat at and explore. So... Mm -hmm. Future plans. That's what we were going to talk about. Um, so I'm honestly not 100%, but I'm thinking about becoming a teacher, a good old history Ooh. teacher, and then um, eventually Nerd. pursuing higher education. But Ethan and I have a backup plan if all else fails in life. We have a few backup plans, I think. Well, one is our kind of... I think our solid our plan. one. Yeah, we have a... We have our main solid one, but we also have one for if we get through our entire lives and make it to like a hundred, which I think <laughs> we came up with on the podcast is that we're just going to sail our asses into the Bermuda Triangle and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Get all our wheels set up, everything set up and just be like, all right, bitch, let's go. Let's, let's go see what find the out. Fucker has for us. <laughs> right? That'd be so and much we'll fun. set sail. Um... I know, like, when we've talked about, we've joked about it, but I'm so serious. If literally nothing else works in my life, Ethan and I are going to start a bakery, right? Yeah. And I mm -hmm. think we've talked about adding a farm, but I, the bakery is the more solid part of that plan. <laughs> I'm less interested in the farm part because I know nothing about that. I would rather be a little baker We're and have, have, like, different bakery. themes each, like, week for, like, oh my gosh, this is... French pastries week and like we're just gonna quit everything go to pastry school start a bakery and have yep. a much better life I can see us it might not like, actually be a better life but just let me believe it is because it makes me feel better we would be big chilling together and I could just see us like it's we're 45 years old like around that 40 year old range and we decide you know what life isn't working the way we want it to neither of us have found a fucking man <laughs> yeah. we're single in our 40s we're done we're over it <laughs> let's go start a bakery happy being single in their 40s and then you know what good for them but yeah. my coping with that if i need to be coping with that is just gonna be going to pastry school i honestly if i'm single in my 40s i hope i'm the baddest bitch around with my pastry be. outfit yeah, I'm going to just wear an apron permanently. Yeah. I will have five dogs. And it'll be great. Yeah. I'll just be uh, chilling with my cats, you know? Mm-hmm. In theory. I suppose I should say my future plans, because then I you know, just leave you alone. Um, yeah. Not totally sure. I do like the idea of continuing education, maybe doing, like, uh, working in academia or something like that, mm -hmm. being a professor, doing research. I love research, but I'm going to see what opportunities there are out there for a young mathematician. Hi. Um, which, you know, 
I've been told there are a lot, but we shall see when I get put into the job market if if this is a true statement. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I feel. You know, there's not a lot of projected growth in my fields that I'm like interested in. Well, history isn't changing much, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't. And I mean, kind of. They're still they're still uncovering and learning a lot. To be fair. Yeah, no, they are. There's new sites that are being founded, and like historians are. There's not a lot of. I mean, okay. I mean, I I know I didn't go and divulge too much, and like my end goal dream is to be a historian or a professor or both both preferably dress historian historian, potentially i really like to talk about historic fashion in case you haven't found out um yeah that's like something i'm very interested in but i don't know sometimes you just got to see where life takes you and while it's nice to have like a general idea what you want things don't always work out and that's okay because you figure out something that works because I could be Honestly, a lawyer. You never know. <laughs> well, probably maybe not. you know some things. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You really don't. Yeah, I'm going to, first of all, we're just going to get this damn degree. And yeah. I did something. And then we're going to go from there and be like, hey, so now that I've gotten this and feel really good about myself, let's have the world um, check that. Right, right. And be like, okay, so maybe yeah, <laughs> we'll see when we get there. Basically. But let me feel good about it for, like, a few days, at least, please. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's it's really fucking difficult, I feel like, now, nowadays. But... Life is just hard, but it's also really beautiful sometimes. We're making it work. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah, I just want to, like, ask the audience, like, do you want to go on a second date? Or was that just, like, too much? Do you want to, like, maybe, like, plan our third date as well while we're at it? Like, I mean, now we're asking for a lot. I'm kind of, like, into the audience. I don't know what to say. (laughs) I appreciate appreciate your viewership. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so thanks for tuning in for this week's episode. Uh, Tune in next week when it's my turn. We should be back on normal schedule. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Bye.